Welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Uh, this, it's Brandon Spivey uh, doing movie news for a Wednesday's edition. It's uh, super late, but I'm, I didn't get to do it earlier in the day, so I'm going to do it now. Um, I'm going to gain uh, information on uh, two different outlets. One's going to be for every genre there is, and another one's going to be simply horror. Uh, I'm going to try this out, see how it works out, because I feel like I don't give enough horror information, and I'm a big horror buff, so I want to try to give out as much information as possible, uh, not just mainstream for independent horror as well, but I'm going to start off with uh, in-game directors think Keanu Reeves would make a good Moon Knight, and personally, I don't know anything about the character Moon Knight, uh, but Keanu Reeves in the MCU... Uh, is something I'm very excited about, actually. I mean, I look at Keanu Reeves, and I look, you know, from Bill and Ted's two films he did there, then he went on to do Point Break and uh, Speed, the Matrix trilogy, a couple um, romantic films with Charlie Theron, and he reunited with Sandra Bullock for Lakehouse. And then, you know, he kind of hit a slump after those films and uh until he did john wick and that just brought him back so I, I would be very excited to see keanu reeves in the mcu i would be <laughs> super excited for him for him to join the dceu um the uh what blumhouse is doing with uh, the the universal monsters if he joined that uh put keanu in anything man <laughs> as far as i'm concerned i'll be Super stoked for it, super excited for it. Um, truly, uh, it, would, it would, you know, it would give me a lot of pleasure to see Kiana in anything. Uh, also, original content, you know. Uh, look, man, I look forward to what Kiana does, and um, you know, no matter what, you know. But as far as MCU, it look whoever goes to MCU, your career just gets elevated, no matter what. I mean, you look at what what it did for Robert Downey Jr.'s career. You look at what it did for Samuel L. Jackson's career. I mean, he was kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a joke, uh, but, you know, a lot of people took shots at him because he was in every single movie there was. Now they say that about The Rock, who who's in who has been in, in talks to join the MCU as well. Um, if you believe all the, the rumors you hear, he's had talks with Kevin, Kevin you know. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I... Would love to see Kiana in something, um, but we'll see if it happens, and I hope it does. But we'll see, you know. Um, it'd be fun to see Keanu Reeves in the MCU. But uh, uh, next topic, right now, is Bruce Lee's daughter is very unhappy with Quentin Tarantino and his portrayal in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I can can understand this. Um, you know. Uh, <sighs> I thought the actor that played Bruce Lee was fantastic. Uh, you know, he just he nailed the performance. But at the same time, uh, they kind of made Bruce Lee more comical than he should have been. Uh, some people said they made him into a joke. Um, but what he did, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, my review's up if you want to look at it. I don't spoil anything, but I did kind of get on to what they did with Bruce Lee on that. And uh, of course, uh, Aaron and Quentin did uh, analyze this uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and they really dissected the Bruce Lee character in this movie. And you know, I 
his diehard fans will not be happy with it. I wasn't personally happy with it, even though I was entertained by it. I wasn't happy with how they portrayed him. Um, kind of made him out to be, a, you know, a fake and in the movie, and I, I didn't like that because that's not true at all. He was not a fake. Uh, you know, his career in martial arts will tell you that he is widely considered the best martial artist ever. I mean, really. I mean, a lot of people would say that. Uh, he's not my favorite, of course, but you know, look, I can acknowledge Bruce Lee's, you know, career, uh, not just in film or in television, but in martial arts, the art form and everything. He just, man, he beat electricity, so he could pretty much do anything. So I can understand the daughter's reasoning for not liking the portrayal. Um, I can understand it from her point of view. I mean, I, I it probably would bother me if, you know... If, if he would have been my dad and I seen that, I probably wouldn't have liked it. Because I, I didn't like it. I didn't. And I thought it was entertaining. It was funny. But at the same time, I was thinking in that moment, it kind of is, you know, it's it, it's racism. I mean, the racism. It's racism, you know, coming full-fledged full on that, in my opinion. It's a little bit racist. It's a, it's, It just wasn't done and good. I just don't think it was a good thing to do. But, um, you know, but the, it was, he went for laughs and it was definitely funny, but I just don't think it was the right thing to do in that situation with Bruce Lee, uh, you know, cause the backdrop is real, you know, it's, it's real LA 1969. It's historically speaking, it, it, they had a lot that was real in this movie. Um, uh, the narrative itself wasn't real, but you know. Yeah, I know it. It's on the backdrop of the Manson murders, which didn't. I'm not just. I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm gonna. I mean, I know our, our reviews are up and all it, and it's been out for nearly a week. But I don't want to spoil it for anybody that's not willing to for it to get spoiled. So I'm not gonna say anything else about it. But I can understand why she's upset about it because I was upset, and, and I'm just a fan, so I can understand. Uh, our next topic is Ryan Reynolds is teasing Deadpool for Phase 5. And you know what? I can definitely see it happening. Uh, but here's my problem with it. Is Deadpool is a rated R character, not PG-13. And I mean, you're hearing rumblings now that Blade, who was announced, uh, is going to be PG-13. Uh, and it's just a rumor right now, but that's... I mean, that's what everyone's thinking is, and I, you know, agree. I think Blade will be PG-13 PG in Phase 5 or whenever he comes. Um, but, you know, I'm not a fan of it, but I think it will be. It may work for Blade, but um, I know it shouldn't work, but it may work. Uh, but for Deadpool, definitely should be rated R. I'm not saying it can't work. I'm just saying you won't get the full Deadpool. And... I know a little bit about the character. I don't know everything, but I know a little bit about him. I've read some comics. I've played his entire video game he did for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Beat that game. So I know what he's capable of doing. And I've seen the two movies. So um you won't get any you won't get you won't get half of that uh in a PG thirteen film, even if it is the MCU. You still won't. I mean they can get by with some stuff, but uh, it won't be the heart of a dipple, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm 
if it does happen, uh, if he does come in Phase 5, I hope he's rated R. You know, I think he needs to be. But we'll see if it happens. Um, the Lighthouse, was his official trailer was dropped. Uh, I watched it earlier today. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't like it. Uh, it's from the director of The Witch. You're pretty much going to get the same, you know, not, not same movie, but, you know, same feel. You know, you know same. It's, it's, it's black and white, though. So, I mean, it didn't look bad. It just looked like, it looks like it'd be a good story to tell. It just doesn't look like it'd be a film that you would want to watch more than once. Like, it, I compare The Witch to Hereditary. I think it's a one-watch film, but you got fans out there. Now, I enjoyed The Witch more than I did Hereditary, but, you know, some fans really love these films, and, you know, I celebrate that. I really do. I'm happy for those people that really love this film and they can watch it over and over. But for me personally, I haven't seen The Witch since this theatrical run. I watched Hereditary about a, close to a month ago. Um, it's not a film that I need to watch again or I really want to watch again. I thought it was fine for what it was. Same with The Witch. I thought it was fine. Uh, I may watch The Witch again because, you know, it's been it's been a while. But and I really did like the goat scene. But overall, for the whole thing, I understood what they were doing. It was a slow burn. I get all that. But I just didn't feel like it was... I don't feel like it's necessary to rewatch again. I think it's, it's just a one watch. I think The Lighthouse is going to be that, too. But I think you're going to get extraordinary performances from Robert Pattinson, who is the new Batman, and William Dafoe. I think William Dafoe could possibly get an an Oscar nod, uh, maybe Robert as well, but uh, man, I, I think it's going to be a good movie, I think it's going to, well, I don't want to say a good movie, I think you're going to get really good performances, and I think, you know, for me personally, I don't think it'll hit me the way it's hitting people that love Hereditary and the Witch, I think it's going to be a similar film to like that, it's going to be a really slow burn, and sometimes I like the slow burns, but in horror films, I usually don't. Like love them. I usually like, uh, I usually feel like it's fine, and um, when I say fine, it means in our rating systems we you know we call them markouts. Uh, I usually give them three markouts out of five, which is solid. So, you know, I consider that fresh and worth a watch, but not something worth going back to. But um, that's just my thoughts on it. Um, people are gonna have different thoughts on it. And I understand that, and, that, and that's that's cool. Uh, up next, we got Matt Damon is playing Dogma's Loki in Jake and Silent Bob reboot. Um, honestly, I did not know who he was playing when I saw the trailer. I was just really excited for that um, for that movie, for that trailer when I saw it. I mean, I was really excited. Um, and uh, but uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I didn't remember the name Loki in that movie Dogma. I guess he was playing the same character in uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, that character, as a fun nod to Loki and, and Dogma. I did not know that, though. I, d I honestly didn't know that he was playing that character, uh, in, even in this reboot. I did not know. But I'm happy that he's returning to a Kevin Smith film. I'm happy that he's playing that character, because I actually did like Loki in Dogma. Um, I, liked, I liked Matt Damon better than Ben Affleck in that movie, uh... You know, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it movie. Uh, it's very vague in my mind, but I remember liking Matt Damon better. So I'm excited to see Matt Damon return in uh, Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. 
I'm I'm super excited to see Matt Damon and Ben Affleck return to a movie together where they're starring in a movie when it's called The Last Duel. It's going to be directed by Ridley Scott. I've mentioned this in prior movie news. Uh, so, I mean, I, I personally would love, you know, a Chasing Amy sequel, um, which, you know, Kevin says you're, you're kind of getting that in a particular scene that, you know, Ben shot. So, uh, but I would like a real sequel to that. Uh, I would, you know, I like the, a real sequel to Dogma, to be honest. Uh, I mean, Kevin Smith returning back to film anything is, 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 gets two thumbs up for me. I, he's missed. I miss him. Um, so I'm really excited for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, you know, I really am. Um, but our next topic is The Hunt. It's a horror thriller from Blumhouse. It's basically... If you've seen this movie in the 90s, uh, Surviving the Gameplay, it was starred Ice-T, Gary Busey, and the late Rooker Hauer. Um, it was about these group of men uh, that were hunting Ice-T. Uh, you know, they're hunting him. And that's basically what this is. But also, uh, on the John Campion show, they brought this up too, uh, that it's kind of similar to a movie called The Condemned, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vinnie Jones. Uh, where they were brought to this island and they were hunted. And I don't know if they're being brought to an island in this movie. I think they are, actually, but and being hunted. Uh, but we'll see. I, other than that, you really don't know what the story is, other than it's humans hunting humans. Uh, but the trailer looks really good. Um, but I saw the teaser trailer, uh, and it, I was like, it looked meh to me. But then I saw the actual trailer at, in a theater before it was released to the public, um, which is sometimes weird, sometimes they don't do that, but I was, you know, I was just curious, uh, when I saw that trailer, I was like, wow, this looks really good, and then the other day, I went to go look it up, and you couldn't view the trailer to the hunt online, I was like, that's weird, but you know, it's been, it was released um, yesterday, and uh, I didn't do movie news yesterday, I'm trying to do it, cut it down to three days a week. Instead of five, uh, it just takes up too much time for me to do it five days a week. But I'm trying to, you know, contain it to three days. But anyway, the, the trailer hit. I had already seen it, so now I get to really officially talk about it. I think I mentioned it a couple times, but I really didn't go into details about it. It looks really good. It has the uh, actor from This Is Us in it. Um, uh, not uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, man, I got to look him up now. Uh, oh man, what was his name? What was his name? It's been a while since I've seen this. Is us. I'm behind on the last season. Um, but yeah, it's not K. Sterling Brown. It's the other guy. It's um, man, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank, and I hate it. Uh, so he was also in Little. Uh, he had a little role in Little. I really like the guy though. He's one of my favorite characters in This Is Us. Um. He plays Kevin Pearson, Justin Hartley. Yes, uh, he. I, I really enjoy his work in This Is Us. Yeah, he's in The Hunt. Uh, so, he was shown in the trailer uh, briefly. Uh, so, that really got me excited. The girl from uh, Glow uh, is in it. Uh, she's the star of the movie. She looks like she's going to be something to be uh, reckoned with. She's like, you're Stone Cold Steve Austin if you're going to compare it to The Condemned. Or she's your Ice-T if you're going to compare it to Surviving the Game. Uh, but, man, this 
movie really really looks good and I, I really cannot wait to see it um comes out later this fall a lot of good stuff coming you know still got a lot of good stuff i mean it's been a great year for me as far as movies i mean i i don't know when we do our top list it's gonna be hard for me to you know get it down to 10 to 15 it's it really is I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can even complete a worst movies. I've, I've seen a few that I've not liked, but I don't know. But anyway, uh, next topic is the, the video game The Order, eighteen eighty six sequel is being rumored. I uh, have not played this game. Uh, I had a friend come over one day and she played a little bit of it, but I have honestly not played it yet. And uh, but it looked fantastic. I, 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 you know, I'm all for video games getting sequels, uh, especially games that look good. Uh, obviously, I haven't played it, so I don't know if it is good, but I heard it was really good, but the story was really short, so I'm excited for this if this happens, um, you know, uh, I really am. Um, we need more good video games that, that have sequels or prequels or shared universes, whatever the case may be. I also need more original games, you know. Video games are just it's it's a it's a great platform, man. It it, it sometimes they tell a better story than a TV show and a movie, so that that is something to see. I mean, I don't know. I, I would you know I'm currently playing Beyond Two Souls. I'm playing what I call the David Cage trilogy before I go back to Uncharted Three. So, but I mean, I could possibly play The Order soon. Um, that would be great. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I will, but uh, um, I might. I might. I might. Uh, our next topic is Emma Stone suggests making a new Zombieland sequel every ten years. Uh, I this is what I'm hoping is a joke. Um, I, I really hope it is a joke. Uh, but if it's not, let's say, say that say it's not. Um, I don't know, I don't, every 10 years seems like a lot, um, you know, um, it just seems like a lot, and I'm not a fan of that, I, 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 if Zombieland Double Tap does well, I say in the next three to four years, you do, a, you do the third film, um, but I don't know if it'll happen, but that's what I would say you would do, you do it third film, uh, next three to four years. Um, not 10, not 10. That's just too long. I mean, people wanted this sequel eight years ago. We're finally getting it, but they wanted it about eight years ago. I know I did, but you know, 10 years down the road, no, I do not want a sequel 10 years down the road. Woody Harrelson is, you know, he's he's getting up there in age. I think he's in his 50s now. He'd be in 60s if he survives Double Tap, which I hope he does. He's my favorite character in it, so... Um, I hope he survives. Uh, but uh, up next is the Walking Dead spinoff. Teaser trailer was revealed. Um, didn't show a whole lot. Uh, don't don't even think it got a title. Um, but maybe it did. I, I just didn't. I don't recall seeing the title. Uh, but what I like to call this is they're, they're <laughs> you know they're kind of still in the the. The popularity of uh, Stranger Things. It's going to be about four kids fighting walkers, basically. And I think it's Stranger Things with uh, walkers. Uh, so, you know, I'm not really excited about that. But I mean, I'll watch it because I'll watch anything Walking Dead. But, you know, I don't think it's original. I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to blow my socks off. 
I think it's going to be another Walking Dead show. I think uh, the popularity of this show is still high, but it's not nearly as high as it was. And I don't think I don't think this show will do that good. I I, I think it's going to do worse than what Fear did. It's just not as popular, man. I don't think people are wanting another Walking Dead show. I I don't I don't want one. Uh, you know, I don't even really want the main series anymore. I haven't watched last season at all. I like Fear, but, you know, they made some changes that I didn't like in the past two seasons, you know, and they killed off Cliff Curtis's character in season, uh, what, uh, the f second episode of the season before last season, and they really killed off most of the family in uh, the last season. Uh, some rumors still circling that Madison could return, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Up next is uh, Terry Crews. And Dave Bautista wants to star in a Gears of movie, Gears of War movie. And I've touched on this about um, Dave Bautista wanting to do one, but now it's Terry Crews wants to do one, and I'm like, okay. The problem with this idea, though, is neither one of these guys, um, neither one of these guys really draw much you know uh you know i they just really don't they have never really drawn drawn anything batista has he's only starred in one mainstream film that was stuber and it flopped he's got my spot coming out which they pushed that back because of stuber flopping uh terry cruz uh, he's a for the most part been a um tv actor uh and when he was in films, he did comedies where he was playing a supporting character. What I remember him mostly from is, uh, before he did Expendables, was um, White Chicks. I remember him from White Chicks. Uh, you know, I know he's done other stuff, but that's what I remember him from. Uh, so, I, you know, it would be good for both of their careers if they could do this. But I just don't think the studio... He's going to do it with just those two guys uh, as the leads. I think you're going to have to get a big name uh, to help them out. And I, I don't know who you're going to get, but I think you're going to have to get a really big name um, for this film to be pushed forward. I, I think you're eventually going to see a Gears of Wars films coming. I just don't think it will be with those two as the main two leads. I, I just don't. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um Alita Battle Angel star Rosa Salazar wants to return for the sequels. They have not been greenlit, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, uh, Alita Battle, Battle Angel was one of my favorite films of the year. Um, I don't know where it really lands. Uh, top 10, top 15, but it, it's going to be in there. I had so much fun watching this movie. Um, it's... It just it was it hit me in in every aspect. I mean, every way possible to hit you in a good way. It, it seriously has, um, you know, um, I man, it just and the re, I mean, how it was revealed at the end. Michelle Rodriguez was in it. Edward Norton was in it. Um, that those were plants for sequels, uh, for for the sequel actually, and I'm excited for. It. I hope it gets made. I I really do. I hope 
you know, Alita Battle Angel gets a sequel. Because that movie was phenomenal. And I wasn't crazy about seeing it originally. I wanted to, I wanted to see it. But I was like, like, okay, this is must watch for me. But the way, the reason I wanted to see it because James Cameron produced it. Uh, I'm a big James Cameron fan. Um, I know Robert Rodriguez directed it, and he did a great job. Everybody did a good job on that movie. I, I truly had a great time watching that movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, um, man, it, it was a lot of fun. It was, and I look forward to the sequel when it finally does occur. Hey, look, man, man, I. <laughs> I really, I like. I think I enjoyed that movie as much as I enjoyed Ready Player One. Um, but Ready Player One was something I really did want to see. Uh, a, Alita Battle Angel was something I wanted to see, but you know, I was, I was unsure of. I was unsure if it was gonna really, if I was really gonna connect with it, or um, the CGI was really gonna hit me. Would I have problems watching it? Would it take me out watching it? And it didn't. But you know, I'm I'm looking forward to sequels. I, I think they'll eventually happen. Um, just don't know when. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis have a true lies reunion in new photo. And I saw that uh, yesterday. And I was like, it just made me want to see um, uh, a sequel to True Lies. And if they are supposed to do a TV show of it. And, you know, I wouldn't. I don't say. I wouldn't be shocked if it's not a total remake of the show, of the movie. Uh, I, I would not be shocked to see Harry Tasker and his wife show up. But, you know, we'll see if it happens. I mean, I think fans would like to see that, but we'll see. Um, it was nice to see them have a reunion, though, after all these years. It was just nice. Uh, you know, uh, what can you say? I love True Lies. Uh, it's one of Arnold's seriously best films ever uh it, i mean you know he he's like considered the biggest action star ever uh he's he's made some really good movies but he's also made some really good campy movies but true lies was one of his good films and um i always you know i always look at that film as you know probably his best you know pure action film I don't know, a lot of people would say T2, but that's, that's got science fiction all over that movie. And um, But pure action, True Lies is probably his greatest achievement. With James Cameron, of course. <laughs> uh, up next, we got Fast and Furious writer promises justice for Han will eventually happen. And I'm calling this to be false. I don't think it's ever really going to happen. I, I really don't. I don't think you'll ever see ju true justice for Han because to see true justice, uh, Jason Statham's character would have to either uh, go to prison for life or something like that, go to prison or be killed off. And the new movie fits in a hit, Hobbs and Shaw, and I, you know, he's one of the most popular characters now in the Fast and Furious franchise. It just isn't gonna happen. It just it's it's not. I don't see it happening. I don't see Han ever getting justice, unless they somehow make you know bring him back somehow. Um, <laughs> and at this point, it wouldn't shock me that they bring Han back to life. I mean, they're talking about bringing you know Brian back, CGI Brian, whatever you know. So um, you know that's between Cody and Vin Diesel, Cody Walker and Vin Diesel. You know they've been having. 
talks about bringing the character Braun back, so I wouldn't be shocked to see Han return. Uh, I mean, come on, they're talking about possibly taking it to space. So, I mean, this franchise is just going off the rails. But it's going to be in a fun way. I mean, it is completely different from where it started and where it is today, but, you know, Sean and I had that talk um, on the first episode of Action Junkies uh, about Fast and Furious, where it started and where it is today. But, you know... Up next, we have Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons movie reboot lines up game night directors. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I never played Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. I've never really been into that, but I did like the game night film with Jason Bateman and uh, and company. Uh, so you know what? If they get him, I'll see it. I really will. Um, I will see it. I will see it. I will definitely see that movie. Uh, I didn't see the the Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons in the mid nineties, I think. But I will go see this. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> uh, up next, Bruce Campbell bashes Batman versus Superman. Says it never should have been made. And here's what I say to Bruce Campbell with. All due respect, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. I mean, I mean, without the Ash character, you're not relevant today. So, uh, just just stop it. Stop saying that it shouldn't have happened. It should have happened. Maybe it shouldn't have happened as quick as it happened, but it should have happened, Bruce. I mean, I, with all due respect to you, and I love you as Ash. I do. I may not love the franchise that Evil did like some people do, but, you know, I respect Evil did. I respect the character Ash. I I, I loved him in Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, the comic books sequels to Freddy vs. Jason. If you're going to go that route, Bruce, Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash shouldn't have been made into a comic. It, it was supposed to be a movie. That shouldn't have happened. And it didn't happen, but it shouldn't have even been a comic. You know? You shouldn't be near those guys. In my opinion... You know, uh, you, you you're not you're not you're not Jason. You're not on the level of Jason. You're not on the level of Freddy. You know, you, you're really not. You know, you you you're you would be the hero of the of the films, but you're not you're not on the level of those guys. Those guys can take you out with ease. Right? So you know, yeah, I mean it's the truth. Uh, and he's a B movie icon, and talking about Batman and Superman. You know what right does he have to? To bash them, so uh, he doesn't have a right, in my opinion. I think um, pretty much majority of Batman and Superman fans would agree with me. Why is a guy from a B horror films franchise, uh, you know, talking about the legacy of Batman versus Superman? A lot of people like diss that movie, but a lot of people actually love that film. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Batman versus Superman is probably still my favorite film of the DCEU and you know what it gets bashed but Zack Snyder had a vision and he may have made some mistakes in that movie I'm not saying it's a perfect movie but it's a it's a pretty good movie in my opinion I love it it's dark and I love it I absolutely love it and it should have been made and I'm glad it was made uh because you know I I just I just I really enjoy it and a lot of people make the jokes about the Martha comment it goes over people's heads uh but you know I I think when a B movie actor like Bruce Campbell starts bashing comic book movies, uh, you know, stay in your lane, Bruce. 
stay in your lane. If that's 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 how I feel about it though. I, and I respect the guy, I do, but stay in your lane. I mean I love him as Bubba Hopotep. I think it's how you pronounce that movie where he's playing Elvis. I love that B movie. I do. I really do. But come on, man. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Just stay in your lane, Bruce. Stay in your lane. That's all I gotta say. And I know he's never gonna hear this, but that's alright. You know what I mean? I mean he should be proud of what he's done. I mean, come on. Do you really think Army of Darkness should have been made after Evil did too? Come on. I have problems with that movie, and I have problems. With, I don't understand what Sam Raimi was thinking. After you do an Evil Dead two, and you do Army of Darkness. It's it's man, it just oh, it makes me so mad. And I know it's a beloved film in a horror community. I get it, but man, it makes me mad that they went in that direction. You know, my favorite film of that series is the actual reboot of that series. Uh, I can't wait for that sequel to officially happen. Uh, it, it, I really can't. Uh, I look forward to that sequel. When Evil Dead Reboot 2 happens, I'm, I, I'm going to be ecstatic, man. I really am. Tom and Jerry movie cast communities. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this horribly. Ken Jong. From the Hangover series and Deadpool 2's Rob Delaney. And uh, if they are your Tom and Jerry, uh, I'm I'm on board. I love Ken in Hangover. And I, I, I love Rob and uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, so if that's if that's what we're doing here, uh, you know, if they're Tom and Jerry. And I, I have not looked. I just know they've been cast. I don't think it's been said who they're playing. But if it... You know, I didn't look it up, like I said, but just going by the article here, the headline of it, if that's who they're playing, I'm all for it, man. I really am. I'm going to go see Tom and Jerry anyway. Uh, I look forward to that. I look forward to the Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is supposed to start a shared universe with Hanna-Barbera. Bar Bar uh, so I, I look forward to that. But up next, DC's Black Adam movie plans to start filming Excuse me, in late 2020. And... The Rock playing Black Adam, uh, I'm sold. You know, I, I've been looking forward to this since it was announced that he was going to be partaking in this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed Jack, uh, not Jack, Shazam. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I know Black Adam's not appearing in that sequel, but he's going to appear in the third. Black Adam's going to lead into the third film, I believe. So, you know, I'm I'm happy about that. I look forward to that. I really do. Uh, up next, we got WWE's The Big Show to star in Netflix's family sitcom. Uh, so The Big Show is uh, going to try to get back into acting. Uh, last time I seen him in anything uh, was probably Knucklehead, uh, the comedy he did, WWE Studios. You know, I actually didn't mind it. Um, you know, I thought at times it was pretty funny, but, uh, you know. But, um... But yeah, I was sorry. I was reading something on here. Uh, it's wrestling related as well. Spider Man's Spider Man just made Randy Savage's Bonesaw MCU canon. Um, so that's interesting. But yeah, back to the big show. Um, I, I wish him the best of luck. Uh, I really do. Is it's. it's it just, I just, uh, I don't know, you know, I, I don't, I just don't know, 
you know, these wrestlers are trying to become, you know, in the mainstream acting world, and so few have been able to accomplish it. Uh, you know, uh, back in the day, Hulk Hogan tried. Uh, he didn't succeed. Uh, I mean, I love No Holds Barred for what it is. I love Mr. Nanny for what it is. I love Suburban Commando for what it is. You know, I think that was his big three that he did. But, man, they flopped. <laughs> or, I think they flopped. Uh, I, I know... Suburban Commando did, and I, I'm pretty sure Mr. Nanny did as well. And I think, over, not over the top, but No Holds Barred did pretty good. But that was before Hogan left the WWE and did those, or took breaks and did those. That was basically a WWE Studios film. So, but, you know, man, I, look, I wish Big Show all the best. It's going to be on Netflix, so maybe, but... Uh, and I'm not saying he's a terrible actor. I'm just saying, at the track record, look how many have really made it. I mean, really made it. Uh, after Hulk Hogan tried, it, The Rock tried, and he was failing for the most part. Then Fast Five happened, and just he blew up and became pretty much the biggest movie star today. And he, he, you know, he has a few misses here and there, but he also has big hits. Uh, then you know, John Cena, well, not John Cena, uh, Batista left. And he did some small independent films. Then he got cast as Drax in the in the Guardians of Galaxy. And um, he's done some other stuff. He's you know he was in a Bond film. He was he's in Dune. He was in uh, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think that was. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the original Blade Runner, but uh, he was in that. Uh, and he's like he's in Stuber. I haven't seen that. And he's, I know he's in my spot. I know he's going to be in that uh, zombie film that Zack Snyder's doing. He's wanting to do Gears of War. Um, but, you know, he's he hasn't, you know, he's still green. He hasn't made it. He's got to get that one hit on his own and or help a big franchise uh, come in and just really help it. And, uh, you know, Drax isn't that. But, you know, if he can play Drax for his whole career, I'm sure he will. Because... Um, that's what he'll be known for. Uh, then John Cena started it. And, um, you know, he did a few WWE studio films. He started it with the Marine. Uh, then he did 12 rounds. You know, he did a couple others. Um, then he did a few comedies as supporting characters. And then he got his truly big break, I believe, in Bumblebee, which... You know, he wasn't the star, but he was kind of co-starring. So, he was a, it was a big character for him. And, you know, he's going to be doing the next Fast and Furious movie. And he did Blockers, which was a big hit. I don't think it was, a, it was that good, but it was a big hit. And he's got uh, Playing With Fire later this year, which is a family film. Uh, so, you know, we'll see, we'll see. But, I, I, like I said, I wish Big Show all the best. Because a lot of guys are not successful following The Rock's footsteps. They're just not. And... You got, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to work out for him. I really don't. But I love the big show. I really do. I'm a really big fan of his, and I hope it does. And it's not that I don't think he's a good actor. I think for what he, he, it's just his size. I just don't think, you know, you know, studios are going to cast him in big roles. I just don't see it happening. But we'll see if it happens. Ben Affleck's Batman movie was focused on Arkham and Bruce's darker side and I really wished we could have saw this um you know 
I do, but they are going through uh, a change. You know, um, you know, it's going to be younger Batman for Matt Reeves, but what? And there's been reports that it's not connected to what's going on in the DCEU. Uh, so I'm, I, I don't know what's going on with the WB and DCEU, DC. I, I don't know, uh, honestly, what's really going on with them. I feel like it's just randomness. Um, but, you know, maybe it's no longer shared. I mean, that's been talked about for a while. That it would no longer be shared universes, uh, just solo films. And that's fine if that's what it is. But I would have loved to seen this. I really would have. Um, video gaming news. The single player DLC is dying. And yeah, I've noticed this. And I think it's a good thing it is. Uh, honestly. Um, I really do think it is a great thing. It is dying. Because uh, no one wants to pay extra money. You, you want to get everything you get when you actually buy a $60 video game. Uh, it used to be how it was. But you know... Uh, I think they should get rid of it. I really do. I think you should get the whole game when you buy it. Sixty dollars should be enough for whatever extra they got for you. It just should. It should be enough, in my opinion. That's me. But uh, the Irishman teaser trailer was dropped. Ah, uh, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been looking forward to this film for a while, and um, <laughs> I was not. I'm going to try to say this right. Whew. I loved that trailer. I'm really excited for it. And it's coming on Netflix in the fall. And if it goes, it's supposed to get a theatrical release, limited release. If it comes near me, I'm watching it um, in theaters. I think it's going to be something you would want to see in theaters. Um, Robert De Niro, the de-aged team. Um, and, um, I think they de-aged... Uh, Joe Pesci a little bit too, but I don't know how many years this takes place. Um, because I think there one, I definitely know in one scene you see Joe Pesci as his age now, but I think at the beginning he's a little bit younger, so it may be a thirty-year story arc there. You know, uh, I don't know. You know, um, I don't know, but I know I was so fascinated watching this trailer, and I was so pumped up for it. Oh man, I ooh it just did, man it just oh man it just oh it just hit me in all the right places. I mean I love Robert De Niro, I love Joe Pesci, and I love Al Pacino. I, I love all these guys, and it's a Martin Scorsese film. Uh, you know, and I, I'm just pumped up for it. I'm I'm really am, and I love that trailer. Like I said, I love that trailer. Uh, I'm in, Al Pacino's playing uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, it has a lot to do with the Kennedy assassination. It, it, it's it, the code is uh, do you paint houses, and he does, but he's not painting houses. He's killing people. He's uh, he's an assassin, and uh, that's De Niro's character. And I just oh, it just hit me. I love period pieces as well, so it hits me even more. Uh, I love De Niro. I love Pacino, I love Pesci, and I love Scorsese, and you put them all together, you just get a classic. I feel like it's going to be a classic, I really do. Um, I just feel like it's going to be a classic. Uh, up next, the next topic here is, um, here's a little review. Hobbs and Shaw review, The Rock's Fast and Furious spinoff lands with a thud. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be like, 
you know, I don't think a lot of people know what you're getting into. Because this is supposed to be like a, like a dumb, fun action movie, like uh, uh, 80s and 90s of a Schwarzenegger, of a Stallone, or even of a uh, Keanu Reeves, like Point Break was a fun film. You turn your brain off, you just enjoy it and have fun. And that's what I'm wanting with a Hobbs and Shaw. Because that's what it looks like. It looks like it's going to be some, it's gonna be a bonkers wild ride. And I honestly cannot wait for it. Uh, I mean, I don't understand why you you can't go in the movie and just accept that it's fun. Um, you know, why can't you, you know, accept that? Um, but, um, but I, I really just don't understand critics why they can't accept that. But, you know, I really can't. But I'm I'm gonna go see it this weekend. I'm seeing it twice. I'm you know I'm seeing it with the family. I'm seeing it with a friend. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking. I think I'm gonna have a blast watching it. I think it's gonna be. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be my favorite film of the year, but I think it's gonna be probably one of my, my you know, a fun, energetic experience. That I'm looking forward to. Up next is wanted to what the sequel story was and why it didn't happen. I'm not gonna go into why it didn't happen or what the story was, but it was gonna be uh, without Angelina Jolie, and I'm fine with that. I loved that movie so much when I watched it in theaters. Um, I we should have got a sequel to that. We really should have, and uh, we didn't, and we should have. That movie was so much fun, but um, you know we didn't get one. I I, I would still like one today. Uh, because, you know, you know, um, the actor that plays him is, uh, I, I can't think of his name. I gotta look him up. <laughs> it is eating at me that I can't think of his name, because I've been trying to think, like, I found him a movie he did the other, the other night, um, and I could not think of it. James McAvoy, that's it. Yes, uh, I, I would love it. Because he's awesome, and he's he's a much better actor now than he was in that movie, and I would just love to see that that character alone return. Uh, but you know, it's probably never gonna happen. Uh, you know, I, I know they made a video game of it. I don't know if that's supposed to be a sequel or if that's supposed to be the movie adaptation, just in a video game format. I don't know, but I look. I would love to see that sequel, but uh. Up next is James Wan is to direct an original horror film before he does Aquaman 2. And I am so, so, so excited about it. Um, um, but, oh man, I mean, it's, you know, James Wan to me is the best horror filmmaker today. Uh, one of the best filmmakers, period, today. Uh, you know, and uh, I just cannot wait for this guy to do another horror film. Because I honestly didn't think he was going to. I thought once he did Fast and Furious, uh, Furious 7, which is when Paul Walker passed away, that he wouldn't return to horror. But he did. He did return to horror. And he still does The Conjuring Universe as a producer. Uh, but then... He got Aquaman, and that was so successful. I was like, well, that's it for James. He's not doing horror as a filmmaker ever again. He will never direct another one. And then he's doing I Know What You Did Last Summer as a producer. Uh, and uh, now he's going to direct this horror film. There's no details have been 
told what's what's happening with it. But um I'm I'm very pumped for it. I don't need him I don't I don't wanna know what he, what he's doing. I, I don't care what he's doing. He's doing horror and I'm so excited for it. I I'm I really am. Um I'm I'm pumped for this. I mean James Wan who I really consider the best horror filmmaker today. And we got some really good guys today. Uh, he's developed some good filmmakers that helped him with the Conjuring universe. Uh, but, man, I'm so excited for it. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, I really am. Um, up next, Rambo Last Blood earns a hard-rated R says Sylvester Stallone. And that is... If this is the end... Um... I'm very happy about it. I really am. If this is the end for Sly as Rambo, I'm happy that it's getting R-rated. It's going to be a hard-rated R. Um, you know, you know, going into this film, um, coming in, I think it's in September. Going into this film, I'm scared to death that he's gonna, he's gonna, Rambo's gonna die. But then he's also said, if this film's successful, he'll play him again. <laughs> But I think he's just teasing people. I think Rambo is going to die. I'm scared that he is. I think he is. I, I, I do. But, um, at the same time, Rambo's had a long run. You know, he's he's had a really long run here. And uh, I think it's going to be one of the better films of the year. I think Sly's going to give one of his best performances as John Rambo, as his finale, uh, like he did with Rocky in his, in his finale, but also how he did in Creed when he got sick in that movie. Uh, I think Stallone's going to give, he's going to have one last hurrah as Rambo, and I, I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm going to be emotional about it, but um, I, I'm, I'm, I've been a diehard fan of Sylvester Stallone since I was a little boy, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to say loyal to him. Him and Sly. I mean, him and Schwarzenegger. Van Damme. I, I love these guys. Always will. And, um, you know, they're aging now. They're, they're getting old. I mean, I think Sly and Arnold are both in their 70s uh, or close to it. Uh, so, I mean, their time's running. I just, when I think about it, though, Sly and Arnold, you got a Rambo film and you got a Terminator film the same year, just a couple months apart. Um, I'm excited about it. I really am. Um, it's going to be two emotional films for me. Uh, no matter what happens, it's going to be emotional to see Stallone play Rambo again and see Schwarzenegger not only play Terminator again, but see Linda Hamilton back as a Terminator and to see James Cameron return and Edward Furlong return. Uh, it's just going to be really an emotional time for me, uh, as a film fan and, um, uh, you know, it's it's just going to be a beautiful thing to see. Um, you know, I, if, if if one thing was could happen to top this for me, maybe, and the martial arts aspect of it, was to see Van Damme return to um, do a sequel to, I don't know, Bloodsport or Double Impact or maybe even Cyborg uh, or Time Cop. Uh, you know, something like that. See him return to a, a character that's beloved. Uh, but for me, it would probably be Frank Dukes in, double, in um, Bloodsport. But also in Double Impact was a big movie for me as well. Uh, but, you know, 
or Chuck Norris returning to uh, as Walker Texas Ranger or missing in action, missing in action where he played Braddock. Or uh, for me personally, my favorite film of Chuck Norris is Lone Wolf McQuaid. I would love to have seen a sequel to that, but he's he's he won't do it. And no studio would do it, I don't believe. But you know, Stallone and Schwarzenegger are, in my opinion, the two biggest action stars of all time. They really are. So I'm gonna be emotional this this coming up fall, but I'm looking forward to those two films. Um, yeah, I really am. But uh, uh, up next is and this is the final topic on, you know, on uh, the normal <laughs> uh, movie news. Uh, doing a little extra of horror, but on the normal movie news, Tom Hardy hints Andy Serkis will direct Venom too, and. I've, I want Travis Knight from Bumblebee to direct it, but Andy Serkis is a great choice. I hope, not only does I, not only do I hope, if he is the director, I hope he's in it as well. He's a fantastic actor, uh, but regardless, uh, you can't go wrong with either choice that was rumored. And Venom 2 is going to top the first one. I thought it was a pretty good film, but I think I had a lot of fun with it. I think Venom 2 will easily top it. And we're, you're going you're to get to Venomverse. I mean, Carnage is going to be in it. I mean, I think you're really going to get a good movie here. But uh, I'll be right back with some horror movie news in just one quick minute. Welcome back. Uh, so this is the um, the horror edition of movie news. Um, so I'm going to get right into it. Um, let's see. Uh, Upcoming action thriller Primal puts Nicolas Cage on a ship with deadly exotic animals. Um, <laughs> Nicolas Cage just gets wilder and wilder. And I haven't seen a film of his in a while, but I want to see something of him. Uh, and, and this actually sounds quite interesting. Um, um, uh, you know. Nicholas Cage is, is I feel like Nicholas Cage is just having a lot of fun in his career right now. Uh you know, some people may still look at him as a big joke and or whatever, but I think he's embracing that. And I love that fact about that he's doing that. And I, I really want to see a movie. Like I want to see Mom and Dad. I want to see Mandy. Um uh Between Worlds, I think he also did. Uh there's been there's quite a few films I haven't I haven't really seen a lot of his films. I think I'm like twenty something films behind. And he does like four or five films a year, so <laughs> and none of them are mainstream. They're all they all go straight to video. They're you know straight to video, straight to demand, whatever. That's where they go now. Uh, unless he's working with a big filmmaker, when he he says supporting character, that's where they go. I think he's had one film he's done to go to theaters in the past six seven years, or maybe two. I think Left Behind went to theaters, uh, and uh, something else went. And uh, with J just uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, was the star, but other than that, most of his films go straight to video. But man, I I I've always been a fan of Nick Cage, uh, so I, I really want to catch up on some of his films and maybe direct them. I'm not direct them, but review them on a you know clearing my queue type thing. If you know if they really wouldn't be my queue, well, some of them actually would because I don't own a lot of newer Nick Cage films. But uh, him and Travolta are kind of on the same level. They go to the straight to video today, and and I'm behind on Travolta. Not as behind as I am on Cage, but I'm on, I am definitely behind on Travolta. But yeah, I, 
this premise sounds interesting. Sounds like it's a lot of fun. It sounds like a Nicolas Cage film today, and I'm 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 on board. Um, new developer Diary previews the open world shark killer game called Man Eater, and I've heard a lot of people say this is uh, Grand Theft Auto with a shark, and it's on the PC. Um, it looks like a lot of fun, actually. It, it and I don't play PC games, but I, I love my sharks. You know, this is Shark Week, and probably to not tomorrow, but Friday, I'm gonna do the best and worst shark films ever made, in my opinion. And uh, you know, I, I'm glad that this this information is in the harm edition of Movie News, and I actually may put and you know incorporate this in uh, one day a week. You know. To get, to, I know a lot of people love horror, and uh, I'm a big horror fan myself. So, um, I, I, I probably will play this game. It's on my queue on uh, uh, Steam. Uh, don't play anything on Steam, but it's on my queue. Uh, so I probably will play it when I get a chance to play it. Um, whenever it comes out on Steam, I will play it. And I, it's gonna be like Jaws Unleashed. If you remember that PlayStation Two video game. But better graphics and hopefully a better story, because that game didn't have much of a story. This one seems like it's got a story, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Uh, look, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, up next, Escape Room director Adam Robitel uh, will helm a supernatural thriller for Sony, produced by Sam Raimi. I'm excited already. Uh, I loved Escape Room. It's probably one of my favorite horror films of the year. It's not my favorite by any means, but I, th I would say it's in my top five favorite films of the year as far as horror films go. Uh, it's going to be produced by Sam Raimi, who just produced Crawl and is producing the upcoming Grudge remake. Uh, so I'm on board with that. I don't need to know anything else. Uh, but I can look it up real quick and see if it has a plot. Uh... It's only known as a supernatural thriller at this point in time while the storyline is under wraps. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, they're not giving it away what it is, which, you know, I'm fine with. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, I, I really am fine with it. But, you know, I look forward to this. Because, uh, one, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. I know I, in previous, I, I mentioned Evil Dead. Like, complaining about Bruce Campbell, you know, throwing shade at Batman vs. Superman. But uh, overall, I, I'm a real big fan of Sam Raimi. I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man 2. Uh, I still enjoy Spider-Man 3. It has its share of problems, but I enjoy it. I really like the original Evil Dead. I really do. Um, and, uh, you know, I Evil Dead 2... Uh, I didn't like as much because it was basically a remake of the first one. And I'm not a fan of Army of Darkness. And I, he, I think he produced uh, the reboot of Evil Dead. I also think he produced uh, uh, Don't Breathe. He, I, I love um, that movie he did with Justin Long. Um, uh, I, for, I'm, I guess Spit on Your Grave on my head... Uh, Drag Me to Hell. That was it. I love that. That's even been discussed as a possible sequel eventually. Uh, and I, look, Crawl was amazing. So I'm on board with this director. And plus Sam Raimi 
producing. I'm really on board. He knows what he's doing. He's always known what he's doing. He's a very good filmmaker, very good uh, storyteller. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Uh, up next, uh, a tie-in game, Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip, releases October 15th. Uh, it's going to be released on consoles. So um, uh, I actually don't have any game footage of this at the look at, but the fact you're going to give me Zombieland in a video game format... <sighs> absolutely man I'm on board uh, I'll play this I know they did World War Z which I do want to play because it actually looks interesting but you know I, I would play this uh, no doubt this would be a lot of fun uh, but yeah it'd be a lot of fun uh, if it's done right uh, you know but either way it'd have co-op mode it'd have a single player mode I'm I'm on board Tom McLog, hang on. Tom McLoggins, Winter Set Jason Never Die script pits Jason against an all-female cast, and what I'm assuming here is it's Jason against all the survivors of the films, uh, but all females. The only issue I have is there's no Tommy, and but it's from the Jason Lives director. Um, please make this movie. I want this movie. I do. Because it's set in the original universe. with, And I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Um, You know, um, man. But can you imagine Friday the 13th? I mean, especially with today when it's, uh, you know, the females are getting bigger roles and better roles. Not just in horror films, all over the Hollywood, you know. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I would love this film to happen. I mean, not only just this film, but, you know, it's a Friday the 13th film. You get Jason going up against all these women. Uh, as long as it's done right, I mean, you know, I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm trying to see what's coming up next. But I'll continue talking about Jason. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jason. Jason's my favorite slasher. Um, uh, you know, um, you know, I just, he's going, he's, the rights are, you know, up in the air because they're going to court and everything, but both of those guys, uh, whoever gets the rights to this, whether it's joint custody or just one particular person, whether it's Victor Miller or, you know, Sam, Sean Cunningham, uh, you know, you you gotta have your story lined up before, you know, right now they gotta be coming up with a story. If you're not gonna do this Jason Lives story, uh, sequel story, or whatever, from that director, if you're not gonna do his story, you gotta have a story that you're creating on your own. So, you gotta have a story in your mind to do, but I'm all for this. I am all for this. Bring in Jason, because Jason needs to come back. Look at what Michael's doing. I mean, Chucky got a remake. I mean, yeah, it didn't do Halloween numbers, but it did Chucky numbers. It's done what Chucky's always done. Uh, you know, they're talking about bringing Freddy back. Look at Pennywise, how big he is right now. Jason needs to return right now. He needs to come back right now. He, you know, he's considered, you know, by many people the best. You know, as far as slasher of all times, he's considered the best for most people. Uh... 
not best films, but the best slasher. And the best is missing. And he needs to return. He needs to return in a big way. And I, I hope he comes back. I really do. Um, up next is Olivia Wilde, set to direct and star in Time's Up era psychological thriller, Don't Worry Darling. Uh, I didn't see, what was it, Booksmart uh, that she did. Um, that's the reason she's getting this movie. Uh, but, look, you know, um, apparently it was like considered one of the better films of the year. Like I said, I didn't get to see it, but, um, you know, I hope, you know, that this movie's good that she's doing. But, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, and, uh, I just hope it's good. <laughs> I wish her all the best. Because, uh, you know, my girlfriend wanted to see Book Smart. We just didn't get the chance to go see it. But up next, and this is the last one, um, um, I haven't seen the trailer. It's an independent film. It's called, uh, Jack and the Bots, which is cool. It's a cool name. It's about a demonic nightmare clown that comes out of the Jack and the Bots. So, uh, it's a simple concept. Sounds interesting. It could be a really good independent horror film. Um, but, you know, that'll probably be coming out in a few months. It's, the trailer just dropped. I t again, I did not watch, uh, and uh, if I continue to do this horror news, I'll try to watch some trailers. Um, I mean, I guess I could watch it and you know, get my reaction of it. I I'll try it. Let's see. Here we go. Looks pretty decent right now. Score sounds pretty good. Effects look pretty good. There's evidence that suggests that Jack in the Boxes were originally built in France to contain. Hmm. I'm gonna stop right there. I honestly don't think this is gonna be a too good of a movie. Uh, even though it knows it looked as bad uh it just looks like it'll be your typical you know slasher monster uh spiritual type film uh that won't have any substance but you know a lot of people like this sort of stuff so if you like this sort of stuff i definitely recommend recommend you checking it out yeah it's just look it up uh it's called jack and the bots uh check that trailer out if you're interested in watching it um but that's all movie news for today. I'll be back Friday to give you more movie news as well as uh, the best shark and worst shark films list. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow, uh, Cinema Culture of Jaws. We also have a little bit of Meg, um, book versus movie. Uh, it, it wasn't really scheduled to happen, but it ended up happening in, like at the beginning of the Jaws topic but anyway stay tuned for all that uh hope y'all have a great day night whenever, whenever you're listening to this uh enjoy and thank you very much for listening this is brandon spivey